Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Vitality Voyage. I'm Greg Van Dyke. And I'm Deanna Raphael. And today we're going to be talking about portion sizes. Just learning about portion sizes, how to measure your portion sizes, and just keep track of your portions. In episode three, I talked about the changes I made in my, in my coffee consumption. So the next step I had to take after making that change was then changing my portion sizes. So once I realized I was pouring out four portions of granola, that was the next change I had to make in my, my daily eating habits was getting the right portions for each meal. So the important thing is f- figuring out what your portions should be for your meals. So one thing I started to do is instead of having the four servings of granola, I looked at the back of the bag and said, okay, one serving of granola is this many grams. So then I stuck to that one serving of granola, or say if I had the budget for two servings, I made sure I was accurately at whatever that gram amount was. So you can use whatever measurement you, that you find in my fitness palette works for you, whether it be ounces, grams. Since I, I work in science, I preferred to use grams because it's a lot easier to use in my opinion, but you can use whatever measure works for you. And on my path, I was weighing everything at the beginning. So I knew that my 10 ounces of vegetables were accurate, give or take. At one point, I was very rigid. It needed to be 10.0. Now, I'll be honest, I don't care if it's accurate. If it's a little under, fine. If it's a little over, fine. I don't need the same rigidity that I had way back when to get to where I am now. And that's gained me a whole bunch of flexibility in my foods. So I've been one to weigh. For instance, on our very first date, I had my scale. I let Greg know I was bringing my scale just because some people see it, some people don't. Some people are like, oh my God, what are you doing? He didn't care because that's just the true sweet guy he is. And I don't even think he saw me weighing my food. Nope. I didn't really care, and I didn't even (laughs) notice that she was doing it. You know, and that's the beauty of the scale we've demoed. It's so compact that people aren't going to see it. And even if they do, they ask about it. They're like, wow, that's awesome. That's so cool. Where can I get one? So for me, my portions were measured out, so I knew I was getting the right amount of foods for the gains I was looking to obtain. Yeah, and to that, like, even if someone makes a comment about it, who cares? Don't worry what other people are saying about you trying to get healthier. You're going to have people that you have in your life that are going to be kind of putting you down for trying to better yourself. You have to just ignore that noise and just keep doing what you need to do to get where you need to go. And for Greg on our first date, he just ate half of what he was given and took the rest home and had it for another meal. Yep. And that's how he was monitoring his portion sizes. He knew this huge plate is not one serving, which we find all the time at restaurants because that's what keeps people happy. You want a reasonable meal with a lot of food, which is what what gets people coming back to restaurants. Yep. So I think... You had to figure out a system that works for you. And the, the reason why I used to do that is because I had a giant bulky scale at home that was this monstrosity of a scale I couldn't fit in my pocket. So after I saw D with that awesome flip scale, later on, a couple maybe a month or two later, she actually ordered one for me. So that when we would go out, I could get an accurate uh, weight of my meals. And also at work, I have my scale at work that I can actually weigh my meals at work if I need to weigh, up, weigh out a meal. 
And in buying him one, it afforded us the opportunity to weigh at his house instead of me having to bring mine over every time. He had it. He used it. It helped him get to where he is. Yep. At, after the start, when you're weighing out everything very accurately, I think an important thing you can start doing is finding containers that measure out very close to that accurate weight. So what we do for our oatmeal is that the scoop that came with, with a protein powder at one point, that's about one, one ounce which is about one serving. So for us, it's very handy that I can just go in there, do two scoops of oatmeal, and know, hey, this is close to two ounces. Would it be 2.1, 2.2, or 1.8, 1.9? I'm still very close at two ounces, so that it's an easy way and consistent way of measuring that same amount out every time. That way I'm not constantly having to break up the scale for just oatmeal. Uh, we do it for peanuts. We do it for a bunch of other items. So it's worth getting containers that you can and testing out, weighing out, okay, this one container I know is an ounce of peanuts. And we also have a set of Rubbermaid containers. I'll have Greg post a link in this video. Yep. That way I know that the if I use the very small one, that's for pistachio, say. If I use this size one, that's for my frozen fruit. If I use this size one, that's for some lunch or dinners. It makes it very easy that way if I don't want to measure – Exactly. I know that it shouldn't be any more full than that container because that's my meal. And I'm very grateful to be at this place now because in the past I was weighing everything. And I'm very grateful to have done that because by weighing everything, it got me to where I am and has afforded me the flexibility now to know that if it's not exact, that's okay. I'm not going to starve by missing 0.1 or even one ounce or two ounces, a pound of food. That's okay. I'm going to survive. Yep, and in the end of the at the end of a, a month, you're averaging. You're gonna be a little short one day, and a little more one day. Absolutely, you're gonna be close to that number in the average. By weighing yourself regularly, you'll see the trend. If the trend's going like this, you know you have a problem. Maybe you've been adding a heaping capful of peanuts, or too much oatmeal in that scoop, or too much protein powder in that scoop. That's why we find weighing in each week to be very helpful, but also to have those utensils or tools in our kitchen to make our lives much easier for food consumption. Yep. So I think we, if you start to see a trend of you be, being off the rails or where you should be going, that's when I would start weighing my food every single meal to say, okay, am I truly getting what my calories should be for the day? And then if I see a trend back downwards, then I can kind of say, okay, where am I cheating more in my meals? Is it that spoon of hummus that I had a little bit extra every day? And that little bit extra is an extra, say, 800 calories by the end of the week. So there's little things that you're adding that you may not realize that a spoonful of stuff may be way more than what you should be ingesting. Right, because that extra spoonful that he's talking about actually happened. I failed to realize I was preparing meals for him with too much. So that would have been one pound a month by having 800 extra calories per week. But we realized it in advance, and we didn't get to that point. Yep. So it's just good to keep an eye on your weight. So like we mentioned in the previous episode, just once a week, check in and see where you're at. If you're a pound or two, three pounds, there's going to be fluctuation. Uh, when you weigh yourself... You just have to kind of get used to the fact you're going to fluctuate.
But if you start seeing like a 10 pounds, 15 pounds, that's not a fluctuation. That's a trend that you're going in the wrong direction. And even if you have a fluctuation, you should still be within five pounds, I would say. Yeah. Like one week, you may be up five pounds, and then you may be down three pounds the week after, or, two, or five pounds the week after. So you sh- your fluctuation, if you have a fluctuation, should be within the same range. It shouldn't be a trend upwards if you have a true fluctuation. Absolutely, and that's why having that data is so important and so helpful because you'll know, oh, hey, okay, I really need to like start weighing my foods again, see where I am. Am I eating too many calories? Okay, maybe I was, and then we make changes at that point to lessen it, to get back to where we want to be, and then we're able to be more flexible at that point. Yeah, and it's okay if you fall if you falter for a month. It's okay to to have that happen to you. You have to just c- continue on and say, okay, hey, I made a mistake for a month. Not just go, well, you know what? I made a mistake for a month. I'm up ten pounds. I'm done. Don't give up. Yeah. That is the most important thing. Do not give up. Because it's so easy to be like, well, you know what? I lo- I gained 10 pounds. This is not worth it. Or that it's not working. But the reality is you are worth it. And fight through it. It is so rewarding. Yeah. You have to step back and say, hey, for the past month, what have I been doing? And take a realistic appro- a realistic look at what you've been doing. An honest approach. Yeah an honest view of what you've been doing because you could be in denial that you're overeating at this point and that's why the scale is so handy because the scale is not going to lie. That food scale is going to tell you exactly how many ounces or grams or mils that you're eating. Yep, so that's the important part is just if you get derailed, you just got to get back on the tracks. You, you just can't fall off the tracks and say, oh, this train's doomed to crash in, into the ocean. Like That's not how the world, like that's not how life is. You're going to have hiccups along the road. I think anyone who tells you differently is lying to you. I've had bumps on my journey to where I am today, but I didn't let those moments derail me. I might have been up 20 pounds for a period of time, but then I realized that, hey, I have an issue, and I had to get back down to where I am. So to Greg's point, that weighing in weekly is very important because it's going to give you that data to know Am I sawtoothing? That's normal. Am I on upward trend? That's not great unless you're underweight and you're looking to gain weight. Or am I on a downward trend? And that's probably where most of us want to be. I think Greg's at his maintenance weight and is very happy where he is. But over the years that I've known him, he's gone up and then he had to go back down. And for me, I expect my weight to be like this every every single time I look at my chart. Because that's how my body is. There are natural fluctuations. There's so many factors that go into the weight. And as we've mentioned, we can't let that number on the scale define us because it's going to derail us. I know I mentioned in our last video that I'd eat if I lost weight or gained weight. So why am I even trying to get to a healthy weight at that point if I'm going to overeat either way? But I was in pure denial that I had a problem at that point. And I think an important part to that is understanding why you're eating the way you're eating. Are you bored? Are you thirsty? There's a lot of factors that go into it. Like in the past, I used to just have, I bought Doritos at, at the store. I would like, oh, I'll also have a couple Doritos just to kind of give me that junk food fix that I'm looking for. But as I'm playing a game or whatever, that bag is sitting right next to me. I go back into that bag and grab some more. 
Then a little bit more time goes on. Eh, okay, you know what? I'm kind of hungry again a little bit. Go in there and just, I, I would eat the entire bag in one night. So it would turn from a, oh, I'll just have like 100 calories worth of Doritos to I just had 1,400 calories worth of Doritos because I was just sitting there mindlessly eating while I wasn't paying attention. We're going to wrap up episode five here. We've both talked about portion sizes. I talked about weighing my foods at home in the restaurant. Greg's talked about eating half a meal while he's out and portion sizes and bags he's brought home. And I think in a future episode, we're going to be talking about hidden calories at restaurants because we've both run into this together solo, and I think it's very important for us to talk about. Yep, it's very sneaky when you think you're out to eat Oh, it says it's it's a salad. It's healthy. There's a lot of sneaky stuff that companies do to get you to eat something that's quote unquote healthy, but it's not really healthy. So I think we're going to shed a lot of light on that. So I hope you stay tuned in the next episode and we can't wait to see you. Thank you.